0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ecom Growth Show. We are unpacking season five. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Do I say hi now or do I wait? I'm pretty much brain fried at this point.
1: Let's go. Uh,
0: The Ecom Growth Show is brought to you by Shopanova. It's an Ecom Growth company that takes Shopify stores that are doing 100K a month, to their first million dollar month in just two years using the brand velocity framework. Now, if that if that's you and you want a little help along the way, uh, we trust you can find our website, book a call, and uh, start that whole process. But today,
1: Daniel. Well, also, Rob, if that's not you, we also have resources for people below that mark. We have a free Facebook group people can hop into where we do live weekly trainings mm-hmm. and unpack a lot of these subjects in a lot more detail. Uh, we also have coaching consulting programs to help people get from 10k a month to 100k a month, and then that's where the brand velocity then kicks in. So today guys, we're going to talk about scaling your ad spend to $10,000 a day profitably. But first, before we dive in the five things you must do, let's talk a little bit about pitfalls, Bobby boy. Yeah.
0: I think one of the biggest things that we see, you know, from marketers or CMOs is just, uh, scaling too fast. Yeah. Trying to get, you know, maybe crack some results and you're ready to get up to that 10 K a day mark. And you just want to get there so quickly that, uh, you, you scale up too fast, and, and the danger with that is just you don't realize how quick stuff can get off track Yeah. at those higher speeds, at those higher ad spend levels. So that's one of the biggest pitfalls is just scaling too fast and uh, letting things get out yeah, of hand. because a
1: lot of people get things validated at $1,000 a day, and they're like, I'm just going to 10x this, and that mm-hmm. breaks the algorithm, it falls apart, returns drop, you have to start all over. Now on the flippity-flop side of that is scaling too slow you find something that works and you're just eking things up and Mm -hmm. you're not scaling quick enough if you're trying to aggressively grow your brand you have to know when to aggressively scale so there's kind of a fine line right now now a lot of times too people are not relying on the right uh, metrics they're using old attribution models that Mm -hmm. don't really make sense anymore so you have to look at your your whole omni-channel approach And bring all that data essentially to a dashboard where you can read where's my traffic coming from and then how is it converting? Because a lot of times people are coming in through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or one of the channels Mm -hmm. not converting. And then you're picking them up through retargeting on your Google sequence or email, Mm -hmm. something like that. And then you're like, oh, weird. Facebook's not reporting any darn purchases. And so people cut that out, and then it kind of breaks their whole marketing stack because they're not looking at the right data.
0: Totally, and I would say, too, it's just so important to make that shift now into having an actual evidence-based operating system with real first-party data. You, you're going to need that eventually anyways because all of the third-party data, you know, even cookies, all of that's going to be sunsetted here pretty quick anyways. Yeah. It's, it all has an expiration date. So mm. the quicker you can get set up with something to... Monitor all your traffic with real first party data that you own and you can control and you're not going to have, you know, Facebook or Apple or Google do a big rug pull on you and, you know, make you lose all of your, uh, your entire customer journey. Yeah. Um It's better just to get set up now because it's going to help you scaling to that 10K a day mark, but it's also just going to help you future-proof your business.
1: Yeah, totally. So last-click attribution is the worst way to find out what's working and what's not with an omni-channel approach. You have to look at multi-touch attribution models, Uh, lots of them out there. We're developing our own. Anyways, (laughs) uh, another one, yo-yo scaling, guys spending up and down, saying, oh, it's working, scaling it, Mm -hmm. dropping it back. Just being sporadic and no plan in place really is not a good way uh, to feed the ad account. And I
0: would say most people get into the habit of yo-yo scaling because they don't have their core media buying principles in place. You know, one of the big things we talk about is frequency of exposure. How often are you looking at the ad account? Are you measuring growth month over month, week over week? Mm -hmm. Or are you looking like, hey, was I profitable this weekend? And then cutting down ads. And, you know, there's always just that fine balance. But you need to be able to develop your framework around, you know, how often am I looking at the ads? Am I doing it often enough to make sure that things are heading in the right direction? But not so often that I'm I'm an emotional wreck based on the ups and downs that are just natural in any, I mean, any system.
1: Yeah, exactly. Another mistake is putting a Ferrari engine in a Toyota. <laughs> and what I mean by this is if you just scale the heck out of your marketing and sales and your business isn't prepared for it, breaks everything else downstream and then you're back to where you started pulling back marketing, you know, slowing things down. And totally, you, you blew all your darn wheels apart. <laughs> totally, you know I'd like to see that actually a Ferrari engine in a Toyota. <laughs> I would, that kind of would too.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's it's funny though you say that because it almost leads us into one of the five must must have uh, parts of getting to scale. You know, getting to that ten thousand dollars per day in the ad account or ad accounts, probably more appropriately said, and that's really just um, pre pre planning fulfillment and logistics just as much as you're focusing on marketing and sales and ad spend and budget optimization, all of those things, you need to be very, very prepared with making sure you're delivering on those orders. Yeah. Because a lot of times when people are scaling, they're pulling back, uh, not because of something that's happening in their marketing or in their ad account, it's because they're actually hitting pretty big bottlenecks in the business. Yeah. And so the, the more you can kind of plan that out um, prior to getting up to those higher ad spends, definitely the better.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Wyatt, our director of results, was actually telling me a story the other day where he was part of this uh, marketing team and they were allocated like $15,000 a day. And they're just like, go out and spend it. No one was really leading it up. <laughs> they just were spending that all this money, right? And Holy smokes. they had no strategy, no plan in place. <laughs> and they ran it for like 10 days, just blew 150 grand, weren't getting the results they wanted. It was just a cluster, right? Cuz big brands <laughs> will do that like, hey, here's the budget, just go spend it. But if there's not a clear plan in place, it just crumbles, kind of like mm-hmm. this did and they ended up just cold cutting it off cuz like, oh, it's not working. And he's so like, like that's all too common uh with with some of the bigger brands at that ad spend level just not having a mm-hmm. clear concise plan. So Rob, that's kind of a lot of the pitfalls things to avoid when scaling up to that level. What are the five must-haves yeah so the first one's going to be pre-planning fulfillment
0: and logistics and i know i just kind of mentioned it uh for a second there but really the main things we're looking at when it comes to pre-planning fulfillment and logistics is making sure that you strike a proper balance between um hiring more employees and optimizing your operations yeah
1: yeah because if you scale up your operations too much to the point of not being profitable on the back end it doesn't allow you as an enough budget to scale your marketing and sales mm-hmm. so it's this kind of it's this kind of dance you got to do mm-hmm. it's a juggling <laughs> that jugg- sure. yeah. i'd say it's a dance brother <laughs> you're <laughs> not juggling dance. you're dancing, you're though, dancing at that point <laughs> yeah that's so good so are you prepared for a 30 percent increase month over month ask yourself that If you are in the back end, well, let's go ahead and scale your marketing up that much. Do you have warehouse space, inventory, manpower? These are all questions you have to have answered before you just smash budget into the campaigns.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Another must have for uh, scaling up to $10,000 per day is having tons and tons of ad creative Locked
1: and loaded and ready to go. Yeah, and you already probably know what's working, what's not, what styles. Make sure you have a lot of the styles that you know are already working. Mm -hmm. Sure, you're going to be blasting stuff out still that doesn't work. But a big note here is make sure you have validated creative ready to go, the style that you know works with your brand so that you can be refreshing, creative multiple times a week at this level. The last thing you want to do is be spending all this money, get ad fatigue, have to slow things down, replace ads, just have it on hand so your media buyer just Mm -hmm. can keep refreshing it.
0: It's important to to make sure that if you are running a multi-channel approach, you're not just creating one batch of ad creative to like blast all of the platforms you want to be able to make sure your content is going specific to each platform and, and the content is appropriate for each platform how many of you guys know that what you put on TikTok is going to be a lot different from yeah. what you put on Facebook versus YouTube versus Pinterest yeah and so you just want to make sure that you have tons of validated create creative for each channel and kind of what we're looking at is you know you want to have at least like a, a two-week runway yeah. for all of those things and uh yeah, and if I may, I just kind of want to share a quick story because, you, um, may, you may, we were working with this brand out of Miami, a pretty big boutique. And one day we, we just got this weird request from her and she's like, Hey, I need to swap all of my imagery. Like we're talking the website, every single ad. And that alone wasn't necessarily weird, but like, as we were scaling her up from, you know, hundred K to two, three, four, 500 K a month, what we found is that, um, all of our strategies had an expiration date. And so when, when that would happen, we'd, we just rebuild the campaigns. We'd rebuild the funnel. We'd relaunch everything. And then we'd kind of be back to the races. Well, there was this really unique circumstance where she said she wanted to refresh all the imagery, uh, because there was like a knockoff brand. Right. And it sounded like she had been here before. She was already geared up, had the lawyers knew the process, but, um, she wanted to make sure her brand was distinguished amongst this, this knockoff brand because they literally just copy and paste everything onto their website into the ads. But was, what was really interesting is we were at the tail end of when a campaign would expire according to her, her spend per month. I think we were right around 150 k per month at this point. But as soon as we did a full refresh of creative, you know, the images, the videos, both in every single ad that was running but also on the website – we saw normally like when we were going to have to rebuild everything we saw a spike in performance and then sustained results for a period of time so right away we're like oh dang we could kind of like see what was starting to happen so instead of rebuilding all the campaigns next time when we started started seeing performance dip we just did a full refresh of ad creative and then boom again we'd see a spike spike in performance and um sustained performance We've been running that same strategy for, I think, over the last two years, yeah. and she has now scaled up to high marks of uh, 2.7 million dollars in a single month. That was over like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and an average of 1.4 million dollars per month. And I would say that in the ad account, what was so interesting is all of the the click metrics, all of the um, all of the the frequency metrics, everything in the ad account that would tell you the creative is bad. We were always getting the right signals. It was saying like, creative's good. It must be something else. So we were rebuilding things. But when we just built a discipline around refreshing creative, that's what enabled her to go from basically where she was, which I, I think at the time was like 350 400 up to $1.4 million yeah. per month.
1: Yeah. So again, it's a dance. Always having the right (laughs) data. Just kidding. I wanted to say that again. That's awesome. Uh, Number three is accurate data. So you have to, at this point, use a platform that has multi-attribution reporting that can accurately track the data in real time. Because a lot of times data from Facebook and Instagram that is getting pulled into the ad account is coming back up to 72 hours later. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a big problem if you're spending $10,000 a day and you don't have the real time data coming in to make decisions because a lot of times you're making multiple changes a day at that point because very quickly you're seeing if a new ad set or campaign uh, isn't working or if you have to reallocate budget to another platform you need to know that in real time Mm -hmm. at those levels
0: and there's actually limits on how much data they're even allowing back from shot like so if you're on Facebook it's gonna say we're only allowing this much data so you got to prioritize your events And uh, it just it just starts to fall apart, especially if you're used to running ads in in a world prior to iOS 14 So definitely having that evidence-based operating system with all your data coming in in real time First, you know based off of first-party data. It's just there's no other way to do it now
1: Yeah, so number four that kind of plays off of that is Monitor and respond to the data. So looking hourly scaling and rapid-fire scaling Uh, make smart use of automations. Don't advocate responsibility to rules and automations. That's something why it's big on is don't just set up automations at that level. You have to be in there uh, monitoring things uh, really closely. Um, If you're not prepared to do it manually, just don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. Just don't do it at all, especially at scale.
0: Totally. because and, and just to make it super clear, the alternative to this is people used to think they could build, uh, you know, this full hierarchy of if-then rules where it's like, if I spend this much but I don't get um, this cost to acquire a customer, then reduce the budget by this percent. And it was just like, you know, Facebook already has its its machine learning and then people are trying to set up all these rules as an extension of that machine learning and by the time it gets through, like, all of these rules, you're just not making the best use of your ad spend. And yeah. the algorithms, it's kind of trying to jump through your hoops and it's trying to optimize based on what you told it to prior to those rules. So like Wyatt said, you you really got to be able to do it manually yeah. and get something validated uh there is no like set it and forget it. No, at and I know you're today. like, oh, what about
1: human error, yada, yada. Well, there's just no AI that's good enough yet to fully automate it and run it all. Totally. Uh, so just double check if you're doing that or your agency's doing that. Just make sure there's no automation set up in place uh, at that scale. Rob, what is the last one? So the last must, must have for scaling up to
0: $10,000 and beyond in ad spend per day is having your team in place you need several expert level people overseeing your marketing not you if you're existing in your ad account and running all of that undoubtedly you are going to miss um the big pieces that your business is going to miss out where it needs you because as you're scaling up if you don't have direction for what it looks like to three or four x your business yeah um, it's all going to fall apart anyways, the minute you get there. So you really need to, as the, as the CEO, as the owner, as somebody who's looking to grow this business, you need to be two steps ahead at all times, which means you cannot simply be like, you got to give your per- yourself permission to get out of the ad accounts.
1: Yeah. So at this point you need a team and you need someone running that team. It's going to take multiple media buyers at this point because you better be multi-channel at this spend. If you're not, you're silly goose. <laughs> but you better, you better have a, a team and then someone running that team. So in our case, we have a growth marketer that oversees that uh, for our clients. Um, a lot of businesses, you know, they'll have the CMO running a team. Whatever that mm-hmm. is, just make sure that's in place uh, and built out as you're scaling to those levels. And just make sure you're selective about your core operations and you have that really solid team. Uh, that you know can deliver good results. So, really quick, guys, I want to recap the five things that you must have to scale profitably to 10K a day. So, number one, pre plan, fulfillment, and logistics. Number two, creative and lots of it. Number three, accurate data. Number four, monitor and respond. Oh, I can't do four. Look at that. Monitor and respond <laughs> <laughs> to the data. And then number five, I can do a five, um, make sure you have a good team in place uh, that can execute the above. So Rob, that kind of concludes uh, what we wanted to cover today. Kind of in the group, we really dive into more specifics on scaling techniques and stuff like that. But those are the kind of the five uh, big picture things you have to have in place at that, those spend levels uh, t- in order to not wreck yourself.
0: Yep, totally. And uh, just a little cherry on top before we kind of wrap, wrap this up. Um, If you're a brand with multiple SKUs in your business, consider at the higher spends building out individual strategies for every single top product that you have. You know, maybe you have uh, four or five products that drive 80% of your revenue. At that point, they probably deserve their own strategy, their own funnels. And so you can segment those appropriately and scale them individually because one product might scale better than the other rather than just trying to do... Um, a funnel to represent your entire brand. That's another way we can get up into these higher ad spend levels and be at that $10,000 a day plus. Now, again, um, Shopanova exists to take brands from that 100 a month mark, you know, if you're on Shopify to a million dollars plus. If that's you and you want to see what's possible, if you want to see if we can do it, uh, just hop over to our site, book a call, and we'd love to chat with you.
1: Thanks for watching, guys.
0: We'll see you next time.